Welcome to In Session with Kelly. I'm Kelly Newsom, your co-host of Your Future Therapist podcast. Today I'm sharing four ways to reframe passion and success. I briefly touched on this subject in a recent Instagram post, and I thought that an expansion of my thoughts would be a good uh, in-session episode, if you will. So passion and success aren't what we think they are. You know, in our culture, we've been taught to believe that we should be following our passion so we're happy in our lives, or that being successful, which is a relative term, means that we've done it, we've made it as a person. Now, these two concepts have been ingrained in our minds so that anything that doesn't match having passion or being a success can actually feel like a failure. And the truth is, most people don't even know what they're passionate about because passion is usually associated with life goals or the perfect job. And success is typically defined by someone else's perception of success that's been put on you, whether it's from social media, movies, keeping up with the Joneses, or pressure from parents to live up to their expectations. Now, I realize this can get really complicated. After all, we are complex beings. But what I'm talking about today is just asking you to scratch the surface of how you relate to these terms. So I'd like to offer four different perspectives to help you to reframe passion and success as markers of how well you're doing in life. I'd love for you to walk away from this episode feeling like the way of living you're striving for has more to do with feeling purposeful and being satisfied with life. So let's jump into reframing passion and success. So number one, feeling purposeful comes from contribution, not from achievement. Now, achievement only lasts until you're on to the next goal. So by celebrating your contribution, you will increase the feelings of self-worth, connection to others, and create that sense of purpose. I think about this all the time with my job. As a project manager, I'm definitely driven to complete the project, but I have to focus on how I'm contributing to my customer. Many times I've had to remind myself that my contribution is truly helping someone do their job better or more efficiently. Another way to think about contribution is this. Only you can provide your gifts and way of contributing. So emphasize your focus on this and you will feel more connected to the wise. And FYI, I don't love my job as a project manager. And many days I have to remind myself how I help others. And that's what makes me like what I do for a living. Okay, the second one is passion isn't something to search for, it's something to feel. So when we're passionate about something, you will feel hope and satisfaction and creativity and motivation and imagination. These things don't always equate to money, which is okay. Many passions are hobbies and volunteering and making, you know, contributions to something bigger than yourself. But going back to my job as an example, as a project manager, the job itself is not my passion, but helping people is my passion. So the best days at work have always been when I've solved problems that have given my customers relief and reassurance. 
And the absolute best days are when I've been able to advocate for my customers and then pull the team together for this common goal. And the sense of satisfaction that I receive is motivating and it overpowers any feelings of that discontent or dislike about the job. And it overshadows the parts that I greatly dislike. Number three is comparison to others, quote unquote, excess breeds discontent and loneliness. So the feelings of not being up to par or that maybe you're missing out on something exciting can keep you in a lack mindset or lack mentality. And what this does is it promotes the idea that you're not able to actively participate in life to create positive change. To overcome this, I encourage you to be curious about how they do what they do. If you like it, emulate it. This reframe inspires and allows for creativity, and it'll motivate you to find your own way to your own goals. So in my own life, I'm inspired by life coaches that I've taken courses from or who I follow on social media. Now, some of the things I focus on are their authenticity and how directly They communicate to their audience. What I don't focus on is how many followers they have or how many times they post or anything else that prevents me from seeing the things that will help me to grow. Now, I'm not saying I don't notice those things or that I don't get discouraged, but I do work hard to try and re-engage that focus on the things that if I emulate will help me to be better at what I do. And the fourth is success is defined by expectation from yourself and others. So there's nothing wrong with expectations. But ask yourself, is the definition of the success come from me or someone else? Now, if it's from someone else, ask yourself the question, what am I getting out of this person's expectation of me? Sometimes we are being driven by others' wants for us. And unless the want comes from within you, it won't be satisfying in a way that truly fills your cup. Now, this is a huge topic that actually deserves its own episode. So I want you to take away from this reframe is the power of questioning why. Why is there an expectation? And does that why hold true for me? Now, I just had this experience in a recent therapy session, and we were discussing my drive to achieve straight A's and why I believe it's necessary to be admitted into a master's program. This last semester, toward the end, I was really struggling hard just generally in life, but the one thing I would not budge on was doing everything possible for that A. And my therapist is also a professor at a private college and he works on admissions. And he said, you know, you should know that the overall GPA rarely comes into account. It's more about the person and how will they be able to contribute to the program. You've shown your ability to get A's. So if you didn't get a straight A, that won't be the reason you're you're not admitted. And this, I'm sharing this because this is an example of an internal expectation that I have of myself, and it's 100% based in my insecurity of being a poor student. And this insecurity absolutely will drive me to exhaustion. And it wasn't until I could reframe that and understand 
that my beliefs in this expectation were actually not true. Now, will I continue to strive for A's? Absolutely. And I will also be realistic of the stages of my life that I'm currently in, like what's happening in other areas and whether or not I need to pump the brakes for a little self-care reasons, right? Okay, so I want to recap the four reframes that I'd love for you to reflect on. One, feeling purposeful comes from contribution, not from achievement. Two, passion isn't something to search for, it's something to feel. Three, comparison to others' successes breeds discontent and loneliness. And the final one, number four, success is defined by expectation from yourself and others. So thank you for joining today and I would love if you would subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen and make sure to leave us a review along with a five-star rating. Uh, You can always reach out to us and ask us questions or leave a comment. Our email address is yourfuturetherapistpodcast at gmail.com or by text at 530-733-6400 and on Instagram. Our handle is at yourfuturetherapist underscore pod. Thank you so much.